Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. See what I did there? I pulled in the music. Pulled in this music here. As a, as a band called Interior Castle that's no longer around anymore. I don't really under, I don't know what the story is there, but they're not they're not around anymore. They're a good band. They're kind of one of those bands it's like, you know, they're not explicitly Catholic, but they you know, they happen to be Catholic. They're a band that happens to be Catholic, but they're not a Catholic band. Anyways, <clears throat> Uh, I'm going to start doing these things where I talk into a microphone, hopefully once a week, we're going to do this. Um, today, uh, we have some call-ins, which, which is, is wonderful. It's so wonderful. This isn't even an actual podcast yet, or an actual thing yet. is isn't even an actual show yet. And we already have, we, have, we got some call-ins that we're going to do. Happy December 8th. I think December 8th, the Feast of Our Lady. No, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. So it seems like a, as perfect a day as any to launch a project. I don't need more. I don't. I don't have enough projects. So I thought I'd. I'd do another one. Maybe I don't. Maybe that. Maybe I just said what was actually on my heart, which is I don't need more projects. But we're gonna do this project. So happy. Happy feast of the, um, the immaculate conception. Basically, happy feast of Mary never, uh, having a fault or a flaw in any way, shape, or you know. I guess maybe she she could have tripped. She could have tripped on something, but she never never could have sinned. She was free. She was immaculately conceived. She was conceived immaculate without sin. And you know, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about not not having a not having a mess up or a mistake in the same way. Thinking about failure. Thinking about a lot of a lot of projects I've done or I've had in the past um, that I've thought were failures or just my relationship with failure in general, I can be a little bit of a perfectionist. I don't know if you relate to that. If you do relate to that, we have a phone number already. You can call in and leave me a voicemail, 817-527-1423. Um, but I wanted to talk about failure today. I wanted to talk about... Um, Something I came across that I think you'll like and enjoy. Um, a, a little a little book. Uh, I want to talk about some failures. I want to talk about... I want to get to some interesting voicemails I was left. I put a call out for some voicemails um, to help us kick off this show. Uh, I have some ideas for some segments. You know, like randomly calling people live. Calling people live. Um, but we'll see if we can get to all of that. You know? Um... So failure, man, I had a lot of failure today. I was not planning to have so many failures today. I've been thinking about doing this show for a while on Anchor, the Anchor app. You can listen to the Anchor app or listen wherever you get podcasts, but I highly recommend the Anchor app if you haven't checked that out. Check that out. It's audio done differently. But um, I was thinking about failure for the for the theme for this first episode, and then I had a lot of failure today. I threw my back out. I'm not 30 yet, 
but I threw my back out. I've had problems with my back. Threw my back out. I got. The, I'm sitting at this brand new countertop table, table desk thing that I made, uh, and I threw my back out putting it together. And I feel like I feel uh, like I shouldn't have those problems at this age. Um, I'm not. I'm not even thirty. I'm already having back problems. I ruined my microphone. Is on this what's called a road boom arm, a boom mic. Uh, I brought the boom out for you guys and it was squeaking a little bit. So I got some WD-40 and it's, it's kind of counterweighted or whatever to hold the microphone. And so it was like crunching at one of these appendages here. And so I put a little bit of WD-40 on it, not realizing that the, the friction that was being caused in one of these little um, lever systems was what was keeping the microphone from not shooting up into the ceiling. And so now, now the microphone won't stay, you know, I can't bring it down towards me and the arm won't stay there. The arm will just shoot straight up in this salute to the ceiling. And, uh, the WD 40 spilt on my brand new, like desk countertop thing that I got this custom top here. It's a butcher block. It's butcher block. It's some type of, um, I don't know. It might be, I, I forget what it is. It's not spruce. It might be spruce. It might be spruce or like maple. It's not maple. I wanted maple. Anyways, the WD-40 got over all over this thing. It's unfinished. And so then that made of that spilt on that. And then now I ruined this boom. So I, that, that was a fail. That was awful. Um, I've had a lot of fails. You know, failure is an interesting thing because, uh, you know, failure, I was thinking about this, it kind of all depends on how you look at it, right? Like, um, you know, it kind of depends on how you look at it. Like if you, if you are trying to, uh, if your goal is, uh, I don't know, let's say your goal is to sell your home and you put your house up for sale and you sell it, you won, you met your goal, you know, but if, if your goal is, is to, um, I don't know, to sell your house for twice the cost, but then you, for twice the price of the home, you want to make a lot of money on your home. Then you sell your home, right? And, uh, let's, you know, you sell your home, but you don't make as much money as you wanted. Well, then you think it's a failure, but you, you sold your home. That's the, got to reconfigure your outlook on things. I think that's what I'm thinking, but I don't know. So, you know, the thing with this podcast, you know, I've done a lot, I've started a lot of podcasts before that don't exist anymore. I've started a lot of things that don't exist anymore. Is that a failure? I don't know. You don't know. Maybe they're going to come back. You don't, you know, if they make a resurgence, if they make a fourth quarter comeback, who are you to, you don't know. Um, so I don't know, I guess, I guess it just kind of depends on how you, you know, uh, I've started Matt, I've let, I've, uh, played, I've, I didn't lead mass. I hate it when people say, well, I, I think it's not good to say, you know, I led worship or I led mass because the priest, Jesus, you know, God, Jesus, and the priest are kind of leading worship. But, you know, I, I was doing music and mass and started in the wrong key. You know, you like you're playing and then you go to you go to sing and you are just you just totally miss you miss the mark and you can't just keep going. Your guitar 
you know, the C chord's not all of a sudden gonna gonna change to catch up to your vocals. So I don't know if you've ever done that before. That's embarrassing. You do that in front of a couple hundred people. <clears throat> that can be really embarrassing. Um I told a bunch of my cousins at a at a family gathering where I was trying not to be embarrassing and awkward. Um I made a joke in front of all my vegan cousins that if our dog doesn't behave, we'll eat it. Not realizing that in the moment, that was probably not a good thing to say around all my vegan cousins. Uh, that probably was not funny. They didn't find that funny. I told another another failed joke, I think in first grade, I think, um, at the dinner table, I think around first grade, I had watched some comedy something i'd watched something and and the comedian did some segment on pop tarts and how they're it's funny that they come in packs of two and then the pop tart containers come in you know there's like four pop tart packages and i don't know so i like did this whole bit at the dinner table out of nowhere no one asked me to tell a pop tart joke and i remember that not going well that failed so failure, I don't know, failure, I have a weird relationship with failure. I love skirting on the edge of failure. I like being in situations where people don't expect a lot of, of me uh, because then there's only upside. But that's exciting, you know, when people are like, when people, okay, not, I'm not saying I don't, I like being in situations where people don't expect a lot of me. I'm saying I like being in situations where people go, he can't do, you know, He's never skimboarded before, or you know, he's never ridden a dolphin while juggling um, phone books. He's never done that before. He can't do that. And then I, at least if you halfway do it, you've you've half you know you've ridden half a dolphin. So I'm drinking uh, 100% juice tonight. Mm. The feast of Our Lady of No, not the feast. The feast of the Immaculate Conception. I'm drinking that ocean spray, no sugar added. So we had some voicemails I want to go through. Um, you know, this podcast, if I don't say what my hopes and dreams are for the podcast, then it can't be a failure, right? Like it's just this thing. It's just fun to talk into a microphone. It's fun to do that. It's fun to make something, create, you know, do think a little bit about something, make something, put stuff out. Um, and who knows what will happen. So we're going to take some calls. We're going to see, you know, I, I put out a, I put out a call for people to send in voicemails, stories and stuff around failure. I'll take, I'll take stories on anything. If you want to call in on anything, we're just going to make this a thing. You know, this is the beauty of being one, a, a millennial two C or two B, um, you know, being in a world where you can have your own radio station, you know, they've literally just created my own radio station here that we're going to talk into. So uh, I went to, I went way too fast on a moped once. So let's get into our first voicemail here. Let's just see what happens. Let's see how this goes. Um, we got a call here from, let's see, let's see this one right here. Hey, Edmund. It's uh, Tim Glimkowski. Oh, it's Tim. And uh, I saw your, your message on Facebook about sharing stories of failure, and I thought uh, <clears throat> that I should definitely call in and uh, and tell my own. 
Tim Tim's a nice guy. Oh, I'm gonna have to play this in the big thing so I can pause it and then resume it. But um Hey Edmund. There's there he is again. Uh Tim, I've known Tim since college. Um you know, Tim and I's relationship is a little bit of a failure. Uh I I just kind of avoided him because he seemed more smart, attractive, and popular than me. So I just assumed, you know, just just avoid just avoid him. Just avoid him and call I don't know. That's not t- entirely true. But uh he was a, he's a very cool guy. He's very intim he's not intimidating, he's just indomitable. And uh I knew of him at Franciscan University of Steubenville in in uh Steubenville, Ohio. I knew of him. But we always cross paths like two ships in the night, you know, as they say. So let's just uh so thank you, Tim. Thank you for the call. Thanks for calling in. Uh, not even knowing how I was going to use your voice recording. Thanks for just charging out into the deep. Here we go. This is from Tim. So um, I don't have, I mean, I guess I do have you know, plenty of stories of professional failure mm. uh, events. You know, I don't, we're just going to stop you there, Tim. I don't believe you that you have lots of stories of failure. Anyway, I'm just, I'm going to stop. Okay. I do believe you, but it's just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if you have as many failures. Maybe you, I don't know, maybe you do. People, you know, nobody showed up at or teacher lessons that just totally bombed or, or what have you, or, you know, emails, business emails with a, with a weird typo that ended up making the whole thing look weird. Weird typos, but, that's uh, your worst failure, man? Uh, the story I actually wanted to tell was the, the story of the horrible failure that was the first time I ever took a girl on a serious date. Oh, so high- okay. All right. Tim's, all right, this is what I want to hear, man. This is what I want to hear because you see you because Tim seems like a guy that that uh you know that knows how to that know I don't know what I don't know what I'm about to say but you know Tim seems like he's got it together. He's the Ryan Gosling of uh of of Steubenville, Ohio maybe. I've heard someone say that. I didn't I didn't I didn't, I didn't say that. High school. I was in love with a girl named Molly. Okay, so uh, Molly in high, Molly in high school. Okay. I'm going to st- I'm I need to I'm learning this whole commentary thing, but let's just, let's keep going. She was just my absolute, my absolute dream girl. Right. And so I finally, when I turned 16 and, and, uh, could drive, got up the courage to ask her out on a, a real honest to God date. Cause I was trying to be, be a man and, and, mm. and really take the plunge and all that stuff. So I, I went all out. Like I like got my car like detailed and yeah. uh, it was, it was an old like 2001, Ford Taurus, so like not even a cool car to get to get detailed, and I, you know, totally had. Hey man, those Ford Tauruses though. That no, nothing. I got nothing on them. Probably at the time, my hair like spiked up perfectly in the front, as one did when they were sixteen years yes. old in the mid two thousands. I had the spike and uh, showed up in my American. Or I had I the spikes in the front. I had the spikes in the front with the gel. Polo to her house to pick her up, and uh, picked her up and took her out to dinner. And I think we took a, a walk around, like a river walk, before we actually ate dinner. And it was only about halfway into the river walk, you know, maybe 15 minutes in uh, to the actual date, that I realized that I didn't have a thing more to say to Molly, that we had basically covered all of our bases. And I don't know if what? we're both just very, I don't know, shallow people that didn't have, like, a lot of interesting things going on in our lives that we, uh, uh, you know, wanted to talk about. But for whatever reason, at that point, you know, the conversation was basically dead. and. By the third time over dinner, I'd asked her how, you know, whatever high school sports she was playing uh, was going. I realized. Whoa, what was that? 
His voicemail cut out. His voicemail cut out. It just stopped. I'm sorry. It just stopped, and then it went to it went to whatever else was in my iTunes library. Okay, so he takes this girl out on a date, and I guess multiple times, and then and then has nothing else to talk to her about. Yeah, man, that's a failure. That's a fail right there. I mean, there's always more to learn about people. People are people are interesting if you'll take the time. If you'll take the time to get to know them. Uh, people are interested. Yeah, man. But I know that feeling. I know that feeling when you're talking with someone and then uh, you kind of get to a place where they're not giving you much more and you're not giving them much. You know, it's kind of like, all right, I think I will leave this buffet line and go back to my table. You know, I think this is done. I, I don't think anything more is coming from this. Um, I know that feeling. Okay, I think he, I think his voicemail got cut off, and I think he left. I think he called back. Let's see. I mean, I don't think his wife right now's name is Molly, so I don't think that this relationship turned out. So I don't think it's going to be a surprise. But let's hear, let's hear what else Tim has to say. He called back. Sorry, I guess I talked so long that the uh, <laughs> the message got cut off. Tim, you literally failed at the voicemail. I just want to say that you failed at the voicemail there. But either way, yeah, in starting an organization and trying to build it from the ground up and not having a big recognizable name yet, there are like a million and one uh, occasions to really experience that fear of of failure. Okay, wait, I'm going to pause there. So Tim Tim is doing this awesome that he's uh, started an or He's talking about starting an organization that you've never started before. He started an organization really interesting called Alto uh, Institute to the Heights. Um, he, it's an institute that helps in his local area with parishes to become more evangelistic and uh, discipleship focused and all those buzzwords. But uh, doing a really good job. I really love the idea of this like local, local focus and helping those local parishes in wherever the heck Tim lives. But um, yeah, man, he's just charged out into the deep, started his own 501c3, I think, or I think they're a nonprofit, but uh, definitely will be soon and, um, helping parishes, you know, consulting and putting on retreats and stuff like that. Really cool organization. You guys should check it out, but let's hear what else Tim has to say in such a way that it would, it would sully our, our name and our, our brand and our desire to, to, you know, help people encounter Jesus, you know, that, that people would lose, lose faith or trust in, in what we're representing. But, uh, um, it, it's like a constant, uh, thing you have to squash, I think in, in starting anything, I think anything worth doing probably sounds cliche or trite, but you know, you'll really feel that, that fear of, of failure. What if it doesn't work? What if it goes wrong? Like if it's a, if it's a good enough idea, that's, that's probably going to be present. And so it's just something I like, I feel like you have to just feel it in the pit of your stomach and just kind of keep going anyway mm. um, to really make anything happen. So this is a fun idea though. I'm glad you did this. I love all the, all the projects you come up with. God bless man. So many projects, Tim. Thanks. What the heck? Why does it got to go to, that's literally, the, that's got to be the next song right there. Why has that got to be the next song? I got to make it stop doing that. Anyway, thanks, Tim, for the call. He mentioned all those projects. Yeah, too many projects. But, you know, it's fun. And I do I do think that that feeling in your gut, that feeling of like, this might this might be an epic failure. It's got to be there. You got to have... You got to have some skin in the game. It's what makes it exciting. It's what makes it exciting is that this might fail, you know? Um... You know, that's what makes relationships exciting is that, you know, your trust, your trust uh, is worth something. Your trust costs the the risk of failure. Um, 
So I really appreciated that. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for calling in. Guys, go check out Tim, what Tim's up to. Tim Glemkowski, La Alto Institute, L apostrophe A-L-T-O Institute. Uh, check him out online. He's all over Facebook. You'll know him when you see, when you see him because he, he is, you know, he cuts a strong figure. Is that the phrase? He's a tall drink of, of juice, of water. He's a tall drink of water, man. He looks like he should be running an institute, a national institute. So he's doing some good stuff with that. Okay, here we go. Let's see. We got another call. We got another call from, let's see what this one is right here. Edmund, hello, sir. This is Luke calling from Catching Boxes. Oh. I have a recent fail story. That okay, this is Luke from Catching Foxes, the Catching Foxes podcast. This is Luke calling in about some failures. Thank you, Luke, for calling. I'm really flattered. I'm really flattered that you're calling, man. So let's listen to what he's got to say about failure. That uh, I don't know if anyone else is going to find this interesting, but it was terrible for me. So, all right. Uh, as uh, some of your listeners may or may not know, I am the co-host of... Some of your listeners. We have no... Li li right now, our listeners are me. Or me and this cranberry ocean spray juice. Uh, this I'm drinking straight out of the bottle. I'm drinking straight out of the ocean spray, 100%, no sugar added cranberry juice bottle. There's about eight servings per container. That clocks me in at around, I don't know, like 2,000 carbohydrates. Okay, let's listen to what the rest Luke has to say. Uh, the podcast Catching Boxes. Uh, feel free to find us on iTunes, catchingfoxes.fm, patreon.com. So I see you. Oh, man. So, good job. Um, Putting in those I'm links. I'm a huge soccer fan. And my podcast, uh, Catching Foxes, is all about the intersection of faith and culture. It's very open ended, and I really enjoy it. But uh, I'm, we're always trying to think of other like passion projects to do, fun little podcasts to do. Real quick, it, it kind of broke up a little bit there, but he said, um, you know, that his podcast is the intersection of faith and conversation, I think is what he said, but um, uh, that they're always trying to find new passions and new things to talk about. Um, let's listen to the rest. On the, the side, we hardly ever really do anything with it. So lo and behold, um, I get an idea. Mm. Actually, one of my really good friends gives me the idea to do a 10-minute podcast building up to the World Cup that basically explains the sport of soccer and the World Cup to people who, like, only pay attention once every four years. Okay, this is a good idea, actually. I think this is a good idea. Here's part of the problem with failure. Part of the problem with failure is these little idea fairies. These little idea fairies. And idea, I have, I'm so often an idea fairy to the people around me. The, the idea fairies are these little people that, you know, they kind of, they, they're attract, you know, these attractive little, little nymphs. They kind of just, they, they sprite, these little sprites just kind of pop in the door and just say, when this be, they wave their idea wand and they're like, this is a great idea. And then they, they, you don't realize that they're actually demons in disguise and they're shooting you with arrows that just stick it, this idea sticks inside of you because you're plagued with that idea suddenly because it sounds like a great idea and you're like, someone should do this. And then on top of that, you add maybe if you have a little bit of pride or any ounce of pride is I could do this. I could do this idea. 
And so these little, you know, these little idea fairies, they get you with these ideas and it's like, yes, this is a great idea. Someone should do this. Why hasn't anyone thought of this? Someone probably has, but they just decided not to do it or uh, that they weren't the person to do it. But, you know, yeah, yeah. Those friends, man, it's either the friends or yourself that put all those ideas in your head. That's a problem I have. I just have books full of ideas that, you know, it's taken me until I've turned almost 30 to realize that having ideas is not, you know, lots of, lots of people can have ideas. Anyways, I don't know. I don't want to sound like a 40 year old. If you're listening to the show and you're a 40 year old, thank you. This is not disparaging towards you or your age. I'm just saying, um, I should, I should sound my age. Anyways, um, he had this idea about a podcast where he explained soccer to people who don't understand soccer. Football. So almost like a primer, if you will. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's like, just keep it 10 minutes in length and like really script, you know, and I, and I, so as I started to prepare this podcast, I thought it was a great idea. I realized, oh, this is going to have to be scripted in order to be really tight and contain good information which is very different than the other podcasts that I that I do. So yeah. as I started yeah. to do that, I started to find that, oh, I like, really like this, and I like uh, writing a script, and this is really cool. And uh, so, you know, I'm pretty pumped about it. So um, I'm building one. I re- basically record a podcast for the U.S. men's team game against Panama last October. Mm. If they won that game, odds are they would, you know, they were going to beat the team they had, they had to play next and qualify for the uh, for the World Cup. So I already talked to like people to, to be potential sponsors. I'm you know about to build a Patreon page. I spent like about ten hours or so writing and recording my first episode. So he put in a lot of work. He put in a lot of prep work. He was already thinking about Patreon and thinking about how are we going to sponsor. You know how are we going to get money? What's our what's our monetary uh, strategy here? Man, he put in a lot of work into this. I'm getting nervous. And about, I'd say, another 10 or so hours, plus God knows how many hours daydreaming about what the podcast was was going to be. Um, I don't think I had bought a domain yet, but I was just about to do that. Man, committed. So, uh, now, this was all built upon the U.S. Uh, qualifying for the World Cup. Oh, boy. And there was like a 3% chance that the United States was not going to qualify for the World Cup. 3%? In Russia in June of 2018. So, I'm I'm very excited. Re- recorded my first episode. Didn't really push it that much. It was important. Okay, his voicemail cut out too. You guys need to get it tight. You're talking about script and stuff. Why is everyone why is everyone's voicemails cutting off? You guys are talking way too long. This is perfect for an episode for an episode about failure. We're uh we're 0 for 2. Well, we're 2 for 2 on failures. So far, cut out telling this long story about the the podcast, Luke. All right. You built it up, man. You built it up. And we're ready. We're ready for... Here we go. Yeah, here's this... He called back. Man, I want to applaud the uh, determination. I want to applaud the determination of our listeners. Our, we now have three total listeners. Me, 
Tim and Luke. Well, they haven't even listened to the pod. I don't know. They haven't even listened yet, but here you go. Okay, so Luke calls back to end this stressful story. So apparently that was way too long. So, yeah. anyways. Yeah, Tim. Uh, no, hopefully Luke. you heard my first voicemail or this one won't make any sense. Yeah. So, okay, so I'm at, so I recorded the first episode, 3% chance the U.S. does not qualify. Uh, there's a chance it might go to a playoff game, which would be even better for me because it would give me a chance to do, like, more episodes. And the whole point was starting on December the 1st, do an episode each week beating up the, um, leading up to the World Cup in June mm. 2018. So, go to a bar to watch the U.S. play Trinidad and Tobago, and they freaking suck. Oh. It's really bad. Trinidad and Tobago scores on the on like United States, and as and I'm purely just like watching this through like a fan's eyes. I'm like, mm. oh man, this sucks. Like this totally like okay, okay, but like you know like oh yeah, here's what has happened. Honduras had to lose. Honduras had to beat Mexico, and Panama had to beat Costa Rica in order for the U.S. to be disqualified. So the U.S. isn't doing well, but it's not really the end of the world. It's like, well, like all this other crazy crap has to happen and blah, 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 blah. Then the U.S. goes down another goal. And people at the bar are kind of like, holy shit. You know, and it's, it's all about the World Cup. Whoa. I'm thinking about my podcast. Whoa. Not safe for work now. This podcast. <clears throat> you guys probably didn't even. Okay. At all. And all of a sudden, Honduras scores. And then Panama scores. And they're both up. And we're like. Holy shit! If this continues, again, we're going to be again. disqualified from the from the World oh Cup. Gosh, we score a goal. Uh, I think Costa Rica tied with Panama, so everything seems fine. And it was just like, like we were like losing. People were upset. The bar was like, man, this sucks. But we're, but we're in. We'll be the fourth place team. And really, for my podcast, to be blunt, that's kind of that's like the better option because like more people might be paying paying attention. And it's quiet in the bar. People are people are, are just kind of bummed. And then you just hear this girl go, "Panama scored," and it, there's just tons of like, "What the ass?" and bleep bleep bleep. And she goes, and "Everyone starts freaking out." Panama was ahead for, against Costa Rica, I think three to two. Oh. And I'm just sitting there watching the U.S. not qualify for the World Cup. Oh. This took about 20 minutes, I, I think. And I just saw, I had probably some decent passive, passive income built into this podcast. It would have been about, oh, like one to $500 a month or so, give or take, or maybe how sponsorships were going to go. I had people already had committed to possibly do a uh, Patreon and blah, blah, blah. And then in a matter of 20 minutes, all, all of it, all gone. pointless, completely out of my control, not a damn thing that I, that I can do. So not only did I see my, see my favorite team, Miss out on the biggest sporting event in the entire world. I saw a tiny little thing that was okay. His his voicemail cut out again, and I he probably gave up at that point. I think he probably gave up at that point. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he gave up again after that one. Um, but man, that. That is, I man, I know that uh, that feeling, man, when you put all of that time and effort into something, and then it's gone. It's gone. It's all gone. You know, you put all that time and effort into something. 
And uh, I've done this plenty of times where, uh, you know, I will set up for something, you know, I'll set up cameras and microphones and I'll write script for this like perfect video. And, and pretty soon the whole, the whole day is gone and you haven't recorded anything. And then, and then it come to find out you're actually not going to be able to record it. Like that's the worst. It's the worst feeling in the world. Thank you. Thank you, Luke, for that call. Thank you for being persistent. Um, uh, yeah, man, that, that's a that's a failure. That's a that that's sting. I know that feeling. I think we all know that feeling. And you too can call in and share your feelings uh, if you have any left after all the failures you've experienced. You can call in. We're celebrating failure eight one seven five two seven one four two three. I heard a, I heard a talk where this woman was talking about how uh, her dad would go around the dinner table. He wouldn't walk around it like. But he would, um, every day he would talk to all of his kids and ask all of his kids if they had had any failures that day and to, to say the failures that they've had so that they could celebrate them. They would celebrate the failures. And she said that he, I forget, I'll have to find this video, but she said that he would, he would look genuinely uh, sad if um, none of them had tried anything and failed at anything because basically it meant that they had played it too safe that day. They hadn't, they hadn't tried something, even something very simple, something really small. They hadn't tried anything, uh, and failed at something, um, that failing, you know, was, was something worth celebrating because it meant you were trying new things. You were putting yourself out there. You were, um, exposing yourselves to situations where you might be, you might fail. Uh, I think that's a really, I don't know. I think that's something I might consider doing my kids around the around the dinner table um celebrating failures i think i think we have time for one last voicemail here uh i have a few things i want to tell you about that i really came across and like uh let's see this one here let's see what this one is hey edmund this is kyle hyman that had some ideas on your topic kyle of hyman. failure kyle hyman kyle hyman everybody kyle hyman uh you may know them as the brothers Kyle and Corey Hyman. Uh, Kyle Hyman has the Kyle Hyman Show. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what the podcast is called. This isn't scripted. Uh, so, yeah, the Kyle Kyle Hyman Show. Um, he's been running that radio show for a while, radio slash podcast show for a while. Man, just going to town on it. I mean, like, there's a new episode, I think, every day. He's getting tons of interviews. Uh, he is just a workhorse on this show. I really appreciate it. And just a very creative, funny, interesting guy. They have a whole album, uh, some like Catholic dance music album, something like that. I don't know. Something like Catholic kazoo uh, laser techno. I don't know. It's called something like that, like house party uh, antler music. Um, but yeah, thanks for calling in, Kyle. Let's Let's hear... He's got a. He's got some failure. He's got some ideas. I think he said. I was thinking about a theory that I've come up with, which is based on a guess. So my guess is that every professional basketball player misses the first one. Misses the first. Misses ninety-eight percent of the first one thousand shots. He wait. What? Wait. Okay. Wait. <laughs> God, are you are you are you bad at math like I'm bad at math? Well, look, can we listen to? I think I blacked out or I had a stroke or something. Misses ninety eight percent of the first one thousand shots he takes. Now most of these are okay. done when you're a, a little kid, maybe five. Oh, okay. So so 
so basketball players miss 98% of the first 1000 shots that they take that they take in general not just in not just in like professional basketball games but basketball players miss 98% of the first 1000 shots that they ever make meaning if they're 2 years old and someone hands them a basketball and it just like rolls off their fat cute body uh that that's a miss um okay all right let's hear more i'm six years old right uh, but the majority of the shots are missed just because you're not good at something or because you make a lot of mistakes especially early on doesn't mean you can't get better at it mm. that's my theory this is kyle hyman you can check out my podcast the kyle hyman show available wherever you get podcasts or at kylehyman.com bing Wow, that was really that was that was really that was tight and to the point, man. That was really uh but I see this other one here though. I don't know if he called I was waiting for his to cut off honestly. I was waiting for his to cut off too because I saw another call here on the Google Voice number of the same person. Uh well, let's just let's just hear that last part again here. Cause it was so it was so good. Here we go. Just because you're not good at something. Just because you're not good at something. Or because you make a lot of mistakes, especially early on, doesn't mean you can't get better at it. Mm. That's my theory. This is Kyle Hyman. You can check out my podcast, The Kyle Hyman Show, available wherever you get podcasts or at KyleHyman.com. Boom. There there he is. Uh that yeah, that was great. Here we go. You got some applause there. Uh, that was really good. Let's, yeah, just just because you're not good at something doesn't mean you can't get great at it. Um, I, we were talking at our, so I work at a parish here in Grapevine, Texas. If you're ever at the DFW airport, I will meet you for lunch. Um, you can hold me to that. So just contact me if you ever have a layover there at the DFW airport. It is in, in my backyard. But we're talking at our parish about how it's not our job because I, I work, uh, you know, I work full-time for a Catholic parish. And as we were talking with our department, other people who work full-time at the parish, middle school ministers, high school ministers, K through six people, ministers, um, adult ministers, we were talking about, it's not necessarily our job to be experts. We don't want to be just be experts kind of lording it over uh, non-experts at our parish, but it's not our job to be experts, but it is our job to be putting in the hard work of becoming an expert. Um, you know, just because you're not good at something. And I think just because you're not good at something doesn't mean you can't be great at it. And it doesn't mean, uh, if, if, even if you feel like, well, I'll never become an expert. I'll never be like, I think it's good to actually tell yourself, I'm never going to be the expert. I'm just going to focus on putting in the hard work of becoming an expert or becoming really good at a thing. Um, you know, trust, trust the process. Leisure. Leisure is what you give up. You know, just give up all that leisure. As Uncle Gary, Uncle Gary would say. Let's hear, I think he called in again. This is Kyle Hyman again. One of my theories is that we have to get through the mistakes and the failures to get to the successes. Kind of like those uh, 10,000 light bulbs that Thomas Edison had to create mm. and build and fail to be able to get to the one success. He couldn't have just kept thinking long enough until he had the right idea. He had to experiment. He had to try. He had to fail. Yeah, yeah. So so uh, supposedly, allegedly, uh, Thomas Edison, you know, came up with all, like all different types of 
versions of the light bulb using lots of different things for filament, you know, uh, cotton or, uh, you know, toothpicks or uh, ocean spray or, you know, potato. Um, and then eventually, you know, after thousands of tries, figured out, you know, the, the magic ingredient for the light bulbs we have now. So sometimes I look at things I'm working on and just want to make the mistake just to get it out of the way. Mm. So then I can do it right. Yeah. Oh, I just want to pause here. Uh, yes, this, this is taking me forever. Crappy first draft, right? Uh, crappy first draft. You know, you kind of have to get the first draft out of the way so you can get to the other drafts because, you know, just get something out there. Blank page syndrome is the worst. It hits you hard. You don't, you know, you have that blank page or you've never done that thing. You know, you never, you've never self-published a book on Amazon maybe, or maybe you've never uh, released a podcast or maybe you've never, maybe you've never recorded yourself on a video and put it up on the internet. And so just getting over that hump of doing that thing for the first time, putting yourself up online in a video or putting your voice out there, listening to yourself for the first time, talking in front of a group for the first time. Uh, some, some advice I give people a lot, well, not a lot, but advice I give people if they're asking about how to get better at speaking, I'll ask them how many times they've spoken in front of a large audience. Often it's like not a whole lot. And I'll say, take every single opportunity you ever have to speak in front of anyone more than just your mom or just a few people, even if that means asking a question at a conference or even if that means standing up in front of, I don't know, like a wedding and or maybe less intimidating, standing up at the buffet line and saying, we're out of we're out of butter. We're out of butter, everyone, you know, and just just uh, getting that out there just to kind of get past, you know, the weird feelings of doing it for the first time. Anyway, so. Uh, I think he's a few few seconds left here for Kyle. I don't know. This is Kyle Hyman. Check out the Kyle Hyman show for my podcast, KyleHyman.com. Plugging it again. Later, Edmund. Man, he just he just slipped in there another voicemail and even did the plug at the end. He's really polished. You can tell. He's very polished here. Um okay, well thank you, Kyle. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for the call into the show. Check out his show, his podcast. Uh, you heard it enough times. Let's just move on here. Um, I have time for one more. Hey, Edmund. So is it ironic that I was trying to leave a message about making mistakes and then I made a mistake? Okay, so this is Kyle again. So he called a third time. If he plugs his, if he plugs his show one more time on this show, this non-existent show, um, uh, yeah, we're going to pull the plug here. We're going to pull the plug. What, so he's calling about making a mistake. Every single person has made a mistake, and I promise that we did not plan it this way. So far, every voicemail person has made some mistake. But Kyle, I don't know why he said he made a mistake, because it seemed like he got two smooth voicemails, uh, you know, short and tight, with a little promo at the end. While I was leaving my message, uh, just goes to prove the point. See, if I would have considered that my practice, message and then came back and re-recorded a second time the second time wouldn't have had that mistake in it bye what 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 i don't even understand what you're talking i don't even understand what he's talking about i guess there was a second one with a mistake but um hey teaching moment here uh how about this sometimes you know we focus on our failures and uh you know it, people might people might not even notice that it was a failure right 
What if people don't even notice? What if people don't even notice that it's a failure? You're sitting over here. Into a dry river bed that began to flow. You know, you're listening to this album. You know, you're listening to this song right here. On Spotify, Interior Castle, a great band. And you don't even know that they don't that they don't exist anymore. You're like, this is a great band. This is my band. You might notice eventually when they're not making as, uh, as much music. Um, but yeah, man, what 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 about the mistakes that you you think are a big mistake, but everyone around you is like, that was great. That was great. That's my problem. I'm my worst critic. Um, that's about all we have for uh, for voicemails there for today. We got other ones in the bank. We got a few more. There's uh, let's see how many more are here. We got one, two, th three more. We got three more, but I don't want to cover them today because. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just I'm not just gonna go through it all in in the first sitting okay because we're, we're in this for the long haul this is the crappy first draft so yeah just think about you know think about that I don't know um, I'll take call-ins I'll take voicemails on anything any question about anything um, evangelization dating advice uh, buying a home um, I don't know much about refinancing, um, ocean spray cranberry juice, having lots of kids. I can talk about that. Having four to five kids. I think a kid might be down here right now. I can't tell if someone's walking around in my house. My wife just scared the crap out of me. Hi. Okay, wow. All right. That was mm, scary. Um, I'm being a little too loud. So I think we're just going to wrap up this episode uh, before I fail at um, even getting this episode finished. So uh, you, can, you can call me. You can call me on the hotline here. 817-527-1423. Uh, I'm going to be taking voicemails on anything. I mean, right now, I think the next couple episodes we might, well, I mean, I don't know. This episode and the next one might be on failure. We'll see how that goes. If you want to call in a story about failure or a question about failure uh, or just stories, questions, you know, anything really, we're just kind of seeing where this takes us. Um, but we're going to do, yeah, we're just going to do this. I'm thinking about doing some interview. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you everything I'm thinking about doing. It's going to be a surprise. You can also uh, follow along on anchor.fm slash Catholic, uh, or if you just search Catholic in the Anchor app, uh, it's called The Show. Um, it used to be The Catholic Show. I don't know. I'm kind of toying around with the title. should be a podcast soon up in any store, uh, but you can see it on there. Uh, so with that, yeah, we'll just happy feast day. Um, happy feast day. Yeah, happy feast of the Immaculate Conception. Mm. Here's the Mary. Never experiencing uh, these types of... Well, I don't know. Who, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to look some of that up. We'll have to look that up. Because uh, if you're conceived without sin, you still... You could still trip over something. You'd still trip, so... Just take that to prayer. We'll see you next time. My whole life to carry you.
carry you